How we doing, guys? Welcome back to That's Cool. I'm your host, Rob Kalanjis, and I hope you guys are all having a good day. Uh, sorry for a later time of this episode being released, but I was just at work, just came back from work to shower, just ate, right? So I'm immediately getting this out for you guys because, you know, that's what I do. That's what I like to do. I like to bring stuff out for you guys, talk to you guys about some sports, right? It's just what I like to do. Now, today we're going to be talking about a recap of game number two or between the Warriors and the Celtics and give you guys my thoughts on the game and ultimately how that could that game could have determined the series and the winner of the series in a big, big way. So let's talk about game two, right? Let's look at the game. Let's get the, let's get the box score, right? Let's look at the box score. Let's break it down, right? We know the Warriors won 107-88, absolutely blew out the Celtics. Now, if you listen to my game two preview, I did say that the Warriors would win this game. Um, I think I told you to take them minus two and a half. So far, I'm, one, I'm two for two in NBA Finals bets. I picked Celtics money line in the first game, and I took Warriors sp- spread in the second game, which obviously hit. Now, when you look at this game, what is the big factor? Because when you really look at it, it this was a 52 to 50 game at halftime. This was an even game at the half, right? First, let's start about talk about the Celtics. No, no, no. Let's talk about the Warriors first because we all know the Warriors had a great game. Draymond Green, he had nine points, just two for three, seven assists, five rebounds. That's all he needed to do, right? That's Draymond. That's what they want from Draymond. He only shot the ball three times, and he went two for three. So, hey, you don't expect a lot of points from Draymond, so you may as well not have him shoot the ball a lot. So this was a, that's good. That's a plus for the Warriors. Wiggins, he had 11 points, four for 12 shooting. Not the best night for him. Uh, he did have six boards, right? But not the best shoot night for Wiggins. He did have some big time plays, big time rebounds as well. So he, you know, he played his role. He had a good game. Looney, six for six, seven boards, twelve points. You know, a lot of points there. A lot of them came in junk time, though. So we're not gonna really jump all over Looney. But yeah, I mean, six for six is nice. Curry, nine for twenty-one, six rebounds, four assists, twenty-nine points, a plus twenty-four ratio. Him, Looney. And Porter both had plus 24s. And then Clay Thompson, man, I don't know where Clay Thompson has been this series, but four for 19, one for eight from three, 11 points, three rebounds, one assist. Basically a non factor in the game, which I, I wasn't predicting, but I was not expecting them to obviously have a big game. So that's, it was, it is surprising to me, though. Then on the bench, uh, Belasia, the power forward, number eight, I don't know how to say his name, three for four, six points, five boards. Um, he had some pretty good defensive possessions against Tatum as well in that game. Otto Porter, one for one, three-pointer, three boards, uh, three steals, which is crazy. Um, Gary Payton, he played 25 minutes. He was also also a three for three, uh, three assists, three re- rebounds, and then Poole, 17 points, three assists, six for 14. He kind of took over in the, um, you know, he kind of took over in the third quarter. So they, they shot 45% from the, the field, 40% from three, and 70% from the line. Now, one thing I'm going to say real quick is I think a big difference maker in this game was Gary Payton the second. Gary Payton is kind of what the Warriors needed, right? They give that them a guard who can give some really good defense, kind of like a Marcus Smart. Because let's just be honest, Clay Thompson, don't get me wrong, he's still good defensively, but he isn't the same Clay that we once know. And now I know everyone's saying, oh, Steph Curry is 
playing insane defense, bro. Steph Curry's not a two-way player. I don't want to hear that Steph Curry is such a good defender this series. Look, there's highlights of Al Horford backing him down, and then he passes the ball. The problem is the Warriors aren't, I mean, the Celtics aren't taking advantage of the Warriors' matchups. They're not taking advantage of the matchups. you got Tatum, who would rather flop than take, take to the rack against Curry. But I'm not going to get into that just yet. So the Warriors did not even play their best game. They played a decent game. They played a above-average game that was needed. That wasn't even needed, really. They could have played like crap, and they still would have won this game. So, you know, the Warriors, they did what they had to do. All right. Now let's talk about the Boston Celtics, because this is where it gets fun, right? This is where it really gets fun. All righty. Jason Tatum started off 8-for-19 shooting, 6-for-9 from 3, 6-for-8 at the line. Six boards, three assists, um, four turnovers, 28 points, and a minus 36. That is the worst plus-minus in an NBA Finals game ever. Ever. And this is an all-NBA first-team player. My buddy said it exactly perfect last night. He said, you know, I hate, I'm starting to not like Jason Tatum. Because instead of playing basketball, he looks for the flop. He looks for the call. There are some plays in this game where Curry's coming in transition, gives him a little bump, Tatum sells it like he's he got fouled and then curry pulls up from three hits a wide open three right instead tatum would rather try and get a call than put up a shot and play defense and that's just facts and some lazy passes that one pass that curry stole beautifully right he didn't even you know what i mean he didn't even i, I could have picked that off that was so telegraphed that anyone would have picked that off and curry was playing it right he was playing off for that pass and he still made that pass tatum has been playing Horrible this series. Horrible. Horrible. You cannot be the best player in an NBA team and have these two kind of games in the NBA Finals. Absolutely atrocious games from the best player in the Celtics. Al Horford won for four from the field. Uh, eight boards, one assist, minus 15, two turnovers, two points. Non-factor. Al Horford apparently did not want to show up for game two. Like I said, he would rather pass the ball to I think it was Grant Williams then shoot with Steph Curry on him. I mean, hey, that's just me. I mean, hey, that doesn't make any sense to me, but I mean, I guess it makes sense to Al. Rob Williams, one for one, uh, two points, two boards. He was banged up. You know, he took a hard fall in that game uh, with Kaleidon with Smart, I believe. And he really didn't go back in the game after that. You can tell Rob Williams is still banged up. So I'm not going to get on Rob Williams' case at all. Only played 14 minutes. I'm not going to get on his case. Marcus Smart, one for six, 0 for three from three. Five assists, two boards, five turnovers, four fouls, a minus 12, and only had two points. There were a lot of passes in this game that I looked at Marcus Smart and I was like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? How are you making that pass? You're, an, you're in the NBA. I don't care if you're not a true point guard. You're in the NBA and you're making that pass. Um, a lot of bad passes from the Celtics. Horrible passes from the Celtics. Um, Smart played horrible today. It is what it is. He did not play good. Brown... 5 for 17, 3 for 9 from 3, 4 for 5 from the line, 6 boards, 3 assists, 17 points, 2 turnovers, right? Um, he started off 3 for 4 from uh, 3, I believe, and then he cooled off immediately. Um, he took some bad shots tonight, Brown, especially with Draymond on him. It seemed like we were trying to force a lot of shots. Like We would get Brown on Curry, and instead of driving the lane, he takes a pull-up 3, right? And it's like... Why not drive? You got Curry on you. You're bigger, stronger, and more athletic than Curry. Why aren't you taking advantage of the matchup? Like I said, the Celtics did not seem like they wanted to take advantage of matchups in game two. Now off the bench, Grant Williams, two for two, 
One for one from three. Uh, one, one, and six. Um, listen, Grant Williams needs to at least give us 10 or 12 off the bench. I'm going to be honest with you. I know we can't expect him to give us 27 like he did against the Bucks, But still, man, like you gotta got to play better than that. You have to. I'm sorry. You have to play better than that. There's no excuse. There's no excuse. Grant Williams, you play 21 minutes. You play significant minutes, man. That's like the same amount of minutes as Jordan Poole. And Jordan Poole is giving him 17 and you're giving him 6. Now, I know you're not a primarily offensive scorer, but still, man, shoot the ball. If you're not going to shoot the ball, you're like a Draymond out there. You're useless for us. Oh, man. All right, Daniel Tice, 14 minutes. He had 5 boards, 0 points, 0 for 1. He didn't really impact the game too much, so... Devin White, or excuse me, Derek White played 30 minutes. He shot four for 13, two for four from three, four boards, two assists, three turnovers, 12 points. That's a Derek White we're used to seeing, right? Derek White came back to earth with a horrible shooting performance. Like he's been known to do throughout this playoffs. He fell back down to earth and Peyton Pritchard, 19 minutes, uh, two for seven from shooting, 0 for three from three, four boards, two assists, four points. Uh, Celtics shot 37% from the field. 40% from three and 76% from the line. And we had 18 tur- turnovers to the Warriors 12. Now, let's just be honest right now. If you look at these stats, right, you look at the stats, our three-point percentage was the same exact same exact three-point percentage. We shot, fi- we made 15, they made 15. We attempted 37, they attempted 37. They shot 20 free throws. We shot 17. We made 13, they made 14. So right off the bat, that's even, man. That is even. Where we lost was from the field. We shot significantly worse, shooting 37% from the field to the Warriors, 45% from the field. Now, why do I think that the Celtics lost this game? Well, one, because I'm going to be honest with you, I was not expecting them to win two games out in Golden State. But besides that, first of all, turnovers. Whenever the Celtics lose a game, it's turnovers. It's dumb passes, it's careless passes, it's laziness, it's Tatum looking for a call, right? It's all that bad stuff that leads to fast break points, leads to multiple possessions for another team, you know, it limits our offense, it ruins our momentum, stuff like that. We If we turn the ball over, we don't win games. It's just proven. And what do we do? We turn the ball over because that's what we do in the Boston Celtics, I guess. The second reason we lost this game, matchups. How many times did I see Jason Tatum with Steph Curry, Gary Payton? Um, that's, that's all I really need to say. Or Jalen Brown with Steph Curry on him. Or Al Horford with Steph Curry on him. Like, I'm sorry. I get it. Like, Gary Payton. Let's first talk about the Gary par- Payton part. I get it. Gary Payton's a tough defender. But Jason Tatum, you're 6'8". He's 6'2", 6'3", on a good day. Like, are you kidding me? You're letting him lock you up. You're, you're letting Gary Payton stop you from getting to the hole. To me, that's disgraceful. If you're Jason Tatum, that's disgraceful. Um, and then like Jalen Brown, like I already mentioned about the pull-up three. Why not try and drive in? You know what I mean? But I guess that didn't want to work either. And then Al Horford, like I already said, dumps it off. You know what I mean? It's just stupid basketball. It's careless basketball. Now, I know a lot of people are probably saying, well, Rob, don't you want to talk about the tech that Draymond Green supposedly got that they didn't call? Listen, if you expected that the refs were going to eject a big-name player in an NBA Finals game, you're crazy, right? You're absolutely crazy. The NBA is not going to do that. I don't know why people were so shocked when they heard that, 
oh, uh, we bend the rules when we know someone has a tech. Of course. Of course they do that. It's all about the money for the NBA, right? They're not going to have people stop watching the game because Draymond got ejected or the game not be as interesting or the, you know, be a blowout, which it ended up being anyway. The NBA is all about money. You know what I mean? They can't afford the C's to go up 2-0. I'm not saying the C's would have gone up 2-0 anyway if Draymond got ejected. But you know what I mean? It would have been a different game completely. I just think that the Celtics or the NBA, if you think that the NBA is not rigged, you have been living under a rock. The NBA knows exactly who's going to win this NBA Finals and how many games and who's going to be MVP. They already know that, right? That's why there's odds. That's why there's betting because they already know who's going to win before the game. That's a whole completely different rant. But another big thing that I know Al Horford talked about at the end of game at the end of the game actually but he said that Draymond Green did not get in their heads I think that's completely false Draymond Green was talking a whole lot of trash he I know he got in Grant Williams head that's without a question because he was talking a lot of trash to Grant um he was John with smart he was John with Brown right um I don't I don't, I don't know if he got in Brown's head but him and Brown were going at it a little bit obviously with the scuffle and all that stuff but even smart was talking to him but I don't know. There's just something about the Celtics team. It seems like the effort wasn't there tonight or last night. You know what I mean? The effort was just not there. There's no drive. There's no want. You know what I mean? And, and another thing, too, that I think is going to be funny, six offensive rebounds for the season. I know they had six as well. You know, that's a good thing. I said that they need to rebound the ball and eliminate second-chance points. I mean, second-chance shots. You know what I mean? And they did that pretty well, actually. But, again, it... it the lack of effort on the offensive end was abysmal, horrendous. You know, Jay, when is Jason Tatum going to come to play? You know, I'm going to be honest with you. When is Jason Tatum going to come to play? Because, you know, you're an all-NBA first-team player, and in the first two games of the NBA Finals, you have not shown up for your team. And somehow, someway, your team's won one with a team that's been there six times. It's pretty remarkable to me that Jason Tatum is playing this bad, and he's still second-favorited to win MVP. It's remarkable to me. It's absolutely remarkable to me. Obviously, game three is on Wednesday. Finally, right? We can get some basketball in a three-day span, not five days. So I'm excited to watch that. There will be a breakdown on Wednesday uh, for the game and give you guys my insights on who I, how I think that the game's going to play out, who I think is going to win the game, uh, keys to winning the game for each team and stuff like that. So be sure to stay tuned for that on Wednesday. So without further ado, guys, I'm going to wrap this up right now. I hope you guys had a good day. I hope you guys had a good weekend. hope you guys are uh, looking forward to killing it this week. Um, be sure to follow me on Twitter, at That's Cool. Follow me on Instagram, at That's Cool. And uh, DM me, whatever. If you guys want to hear me talk about something, like I said, really let me know on those sites, and I'll be sh- I'll be more than happy to make a episode on that. So without further ado, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.